Welcome to More Than Four, brought to you by AltFantasySports.com. This is the podcast covering all the sports that don't fall into the mainstream. In America, we have four dominant sports, football, basketball, baseball, and hockey. But there are so many other sports out there that you probably aren't familiar with. Some that you may have heard of, like arena football, and others you have no idea they exist, like drone racing. We're going to be covering them all, talking to people who know and follow these sports. So join us as we dive into all the sports that you should be watching. In this first episode, Brian and I talk about the IFL, a sport that I've gotten into since the folding of the AAF. It's a fun arena-style football league that's a good replacement while we wait for the NFL to start back up. We talk about some of the history of the league, as well as some of the rules that you probably should know if you want to follow along. So let's just jump right into it. Well, I'm here with uh, Daniel Abendroth from the Memphis Express and Goal podcast, and we watched this week a game of the Indoor Football League, which is in the middle of their season right now. Mm-hmm. And I actually found out about the Indoor Football League from your Twitter account. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That, that first week that the AAF wasn't around, we were all searching for something, and you tweeted that you were watching the Indoor Football League. Yeah. What's funny is I actually got into it early, like probably about like week three or four in the AAF season. Because when I first started the podcast, was like early in the process. I started like soon after the AAF actually was announced. And I got requests from like prospective players thinking that I was the actual team. And so I thought I could just have them on the show to talk about, essentially just give them a little bit of, um, a little bit exposure. Of, yeah, exposure. Just kind of get their name out there, help them where I could. And so that was my idea for the off season between oh, okay. the AAF is to kind of look up players that are like standouts in the indoor football league and arena football league and all the other yeah. <laughs> alternate football <laughs> leagues and just kind of highlight them and then also do more interviews with other players. I actually started watching the IFL when they first started. I think it was at the end of March or like the middle of March. Yeah, somewhere about there. I think they're, they're in week five or six now. Yeah, I think they just finished. We're getting into week seven, I think. Okay. I'm not 100% sure. All right. <laughs> yeah, so if we'll go over some of the basics real quick. So obviously, it's indoor football, as the name implies. It's mm-hmm. not a not the most creative name in the world. No. But no. it's uh, So, I mean, it looked to me, like I said, I only watched the one game, but it looked to me indistinguishable from arena football. Yeah. Is that is that your impression as well? So I'm mm-hmm. not 100% sure. I know, like, with arena football, there's what's called, like, the Ironman player. And that's somebody who plays on offense and defense. Okay, yeah. And there's different limitations on what receivers can be in motion at the snap and how... the. I think the biggest changes are like how the defense lines up. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. Like there's a lot of indoor football. When I say like indoor football, I just mean like arena football in all its forms is very offensive focused. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the first thing I noticed. Uh, I mean... You don't, you have the occasional run, but most of the runs are actually quarterback scrambles. I think the top five rushers in the IFL are all quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> and, 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 you know, and there's, there's things like, they, yeah, the focus is definitely, I mean, pass base. There's, there's no tight ends on the teams, for no. one thing. If you're a casual football fan and all you're doing is watching for the highlights, then definitely watch an indoor league. Yeah. You're going to love it. Yeah. It's all pretty much all big plays. Yeah. <laughs> or Very they, they try defense. for a big play every yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like in this game, it was the Green Bay Blizzard against the Quad City Steamrollers. And the first play from offense, Green Bay threw up a touchdown pass. <laughs> and then Quad City got the ball. Their first play was a touchdown pass. <laughs> 
Yeah, they're pretty high-scoring games. Yeah. Uh, we should mention, too, I guess, at this point, that it is a smaller field. Yeah, it's 50 yards, and then the end zones are 8 yards. Okay. Which really is funny because there's no punting allowed. Yeah. So if you're, like, on a fourth down, and you, so your choice is either go for it or kick a field goal, but... You can kick a field goal from anywhere on the field. <laughs> right, right. You could be in your own end zone. And exactly. <laughs> and that's what they do. The only difference is like the goalposts are narrower. Yeah. So it's a lot harder to hit than in the NFL. Well, one thing I, I noticed too that was interesting is although the, the width of the field is smaller, the hash marks still seem to be similar to an NFL field or something like that. So what you end up with, with are hash marks that are much closer to the out-of-bounds line yeah. uh, than you're used to. So that must make things interesting on field goals and stuff like that. You, with with the goalpost being closer or smaller mm-hmm. and kicking for more of an angle, I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a kicker, but it seems like <laughs> that might be more difficult. I'm trying to think. So I want to say they when they do a field goal, I'm not sure if they line up. I, have to, not, that's, I haven't paid attention, but I think I have to now because I don't know if they line up. Because I can only remember them kicking from the middle of the field, okay. not necessarily from a hash mark. Yeah, and with, with that hash mark thing, it makes for some interesting, I don't know, just different plays than you're ever going to see in the NFL. Well, for the regular plays, I mean, they do line up on either hash occasionally. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so you've got a situation where you only have room for one receiver on yeah. one side, <laughs> and then you got three guys lined up on the other side or something yeah. like that. And it's they had some unique plays that you're not going to see in outdoor football. Yeah. One thing with that is the what's considered out of bounds is like getting pushed against the padding. On yeah, the, the wall. Yeah, like a catch isn't. You don't have to have like the two feet down or whatever like you do in traditional football. You can like dive over the wall, and as long as you get possession, that's a catch. I had that right at the top of my nose. You know, so that's <laughs> that's one of the most exciting things. There are plenty of plays where a guy dives into the crowd. Yeah, because on the other side of that wall is the spectators. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> I saw one play. It wasn't in this game, but because like you get to keep the ball if it goes into the stands, you get to keep the ball. Nice. And there was one kid like the the player like went into the wall. And before the player blown dead, the kid's reaching over trying to pry the football <laughs> from the player's hand. Like you're that yeah. close to him. Oh, man. It definitely seems like a, a game that would be incredible to go watch live. I, I was talking to Dwayne Beckford. He's a linebacker that played for, I think it's the Jacksonville Sharks in the Arena Football League, I think, or one of, one of the indoor leagues. Yeah. He was saying that the broadcast doesn't do it justice because the fun is being with the fans and being like right there okay. interacting with the fans throughout the game. And so the excitement is from being at the games, not necessarily watching it. Yeah, and I get that. That makes sense. Another thing about the excitement of various people is I love the announcers on the broadcast, though. Mm-hmm. They get really into it. It's like, I don't know if you ever watch UFC or something, but that's one of the fun things is that the announcers are are some of the people that are yelling more than the crowd is sometimes. <laughs> and that's in the indoor football league. That's definitely the case. Yeah. One, I, I think Green Bay is... So I have two favorite teams. I'm trying to decide between the Nebraska Danger and the Green Bay Blizzard. The Danger because the quarterback, Tommy Armstrong, is somebody that was in the AAF, but he didn't make it through the uh, QB draft. And I talk with his agent all the time. Like, he's got me players to interview. And so I have, like, a personal investment with that team just because I like the quarterback. But I like the Green Bay Blizzard because of their announcer. He is, like, over-the-top excited about the team. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's what makes it fun. I can't remember what I was watching. But, oh, it was, um, so Memphis now has a soccer team. Yeah, yeah. And we were watching an away game when they played the Red Bulls reserves. And, like, there was no crowd there. And, like, the announcers were boring. And it's really hard to watch when there's no excitement 
through that. So when you have like the announcers that are getting excited, like the fans are into it, it really makes it a lot easier to watch. Oh yeah, I almost I almost feel like the ideal scenario would be to bring your earbuds with you to the game and listen <laughs> to the announcers on YouTube while you're there physically <laughs> watching the game. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, the Green Bay, the PA guy um, is a lot of fun. You can't really hear him on the broadcast, but he got in trouble with the official because he wouldn't stop talking really? <laughs> whenever the uh, like the opposing team like got up to the line of scrimmage. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's really good. How many teams are in the IFL? Uh, ten. Eight, ten. 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 Okay. So there's the Tucson Sugar Schools, the Sioux Falls Storm, San Diego Strike Force, Quad City Steamrollers, and that's in Moline, Illinois. Oh, that doesn't help either. I don't know no. who that is. <laughs> Nebraska Danger, Iowa Barnstormers, Green Bay Blizzard, the Cedar Rapid River Kings, Bismarck Bucks, and the Arizona Rattlers. And the Arizona Rattlers, like the best team. I want to say, like, they're a feeder team for an arena football league. I okay. But anyway, like, they're undefeated and, like, they're like the team in IFL. So, in the hierarchy of indoor football, the, um, the IFL is seen as lower than the arena football I league. I think so, which is weird considering there's only four teams in the AFL in the arena football league. They expanded this year. Oh, did actually, they? Actually, yeah. Okay. So, I believe there's six teams now. Okay. We should actually check out where in Illinois that team is because if it's in Southern Illinois, we might be within easy driving distance. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, so it looks like it's close to Cedar Rapids, but it's a good deal west of Chicago, North Illinois. Okay, so probably, yeah, kind of in between Chicago and Madison or something like that. So not driving distance. No, (laughs) not at all. (laughs) What's funny about the indoor, because there's so many different leagues and the IFL is actually... I actually like looked this up today, but it was like a combination of like two other leagues. Oh, okay. And essentially like a lot of teams will like jump from different leagues. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. That's something I've always wanted to see in football is some sort of like, like they do in association soccer in Europe, uh, mm-hmm. the promotion and relegation concept. Yeah. I always thought that would be amazing to see. And maybe in the indoor football leagues, we can see that someday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know that was like part of like conspiracy theory with the AAF. Right, like, right. The best team in the AAF would go to the NFL, and the worst team in the NFL would have to like come down to the AAF. That would be amazing. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, but my my overall reaction was I've seen highlights of arena football before and things like that, but, but I've never sat down and watched an entire indoor football game. And I watched this IFL game. It was really entertaining. I I had a great time. It really is. I mean, you have to go in with the expectation that this isn't NFL style football. Right. It's pretty much a completely different sport that just happens to look similar. And so if you go in through that and just from an entertainment standpoint, it is really fun to watch. It's definitely a great thing to fill the void in between outdoor football seasons. Yeah. The perfect thing for a lazy Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And the IFL streams every game to YouTube. And so you can easily catch all the replays if you don't want to watch it live. And you can just kind of skip through all the downtime. That's what I did. And you watch it like half the time. It's yeah. really awesome. Yeah. The big thing is that you'll notice that's different than like traditional American football is there's only eight players at a time on the field. And so on offense, you lose your two offensive tackles and a tight end. So it's going to be a center, two guards, the quarterback, either a running back and three receivers or four receivers. Yeah. And then on defense, you're going to have three down linemen, one or two linebackers, and then the rest will be defensive backs. Like I said earlier, it's offensive focused. 
So there's a lot of rules against what the defense can do. The defensive linemen have to be in a three-point stance. They can't be standing at the snap. The linebacker can't be in motion at the snap. So he has to stay stationary until the snap, and then he can either drop into coverage or rush the passer. If you only rush at the middle, so he can't come like around the side. They can't do stunts or like the defense can't do like twist moves or anything. They pretty much just like a straight <laughs> defensive rush. So and then like the cornerbacks have to mirror the receiver. So at the snap, they have to be like lined up across from them. The big thing you'll notice during a play is the receivers start in motion. So they'll, they'll line up like 10 or 15 yards back. <laughs> yeah. And then the quarterback motions and they run up to the line or they're like they'll cross pass or do something crazy. And they get like a one yard grace period. So within their one yard of like crossing line of scrimmage at the snap. I was wondering about that because I yeah. definitely saw some things that I thought were questionable. Very <laughs> close. I know the, I think it was the steamrollers this last game got hit a couple times, but they get like a one yard grace period over the line of scrimmage at the snap. As long as they're within that, they're fine. But yeah, the cornerbacks have to line up to mirror the receivers. There's so many defensive rules to kind of help the offense. But yeah, but it's it's really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. So, yeah, a question I've been asking other people with uh, with these other sports leagues. It, since I found out about this league from you, I, I have a feeling I know what your answer is going to be. But what I've been asking people is to rate this sport, this league, uh, <laughs> on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being listeners should stop listening now and forget they ever listened to this episode of the podcast. Okay. 5 being... It's a great way to kill a lazy Sunday, Saturday afternoon. And 10 being, you should drop everything right now and follow the sport <laughs> religiously. So where on that scale is it? For me, like personally for me, like it's probably like a seven or eight. For some strange reason, I've really gotten into it. Um, but I'd probably put it at like a six or an eight because like for huge football fans, like it's not you know, NFL style football. So if you can't get over that barrier, but it is really entertaining and a lot of fun to pay attention to. So it's definitely something that make an effort to follow along. Yeah. But it's not something that you're really going to go hardcore into. Yeah. Something I would, I, I agree from, from the game I've seen, I'm going to start, definitely start watching some more games, but yeah, just to add on to what you said, I think fans of your podcast or, you know, people that we know that were into AAF would probably like this. Cause like you say, a lot of people didn't like the AAF because they're like, well, it's not as good as NFL. So if you go into it with that expectation, yeah. yes, you're going to be disappointed. Like nothing is going to be as good as the AAF. Right. That's what makes it a billion yeah. dollar industry. Yeah. <laughs> they get the 1% of football players in the right. world. Right. Like nothing is going to match that. Yeah. And yeah. And like we've been discussing, this is just different. It's more, it's fun. It's the rules are catered towards high scoring games and mm -hmm. huge plays. It's just, it's just a fun time to watch. You're not going to sit there and discuss strategy for, you know, five minutes in between every play, but yeah. you know, cause there's not a whole lot of strategy to discuss. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so run as fast as you can yeah. and make sure you catch the ball. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so if you just hated the AAF because the rules are too different, especially if you really hated like the defensive rules, then you probably won't really get into it. But if you can get past that, it's it's definitely worth you know spending a couple hours watching. Yeah, totally agree. I'd, I recommend this to anyone, especially in this this weird spot we're in right now. And you know, it's going to be August before we're all hardcore into NFL again. So it, I don't know these the both of these indoor leagues seem like the perfect summer football. Yeah, As, yeah. Sit down, drink a beer. By the time you're finished with the beer, the game's probably over. <laughs> and then you go mow the mow the yard. It's great. Yeah. 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 A lot of times, like I'll put a game on. Like if I'm working at my computer, I got two monitors. So I'll put, you know, the game on one monitor and I'll work on the other one. 
Yeah. It's kind of, and just kind of pay attention whenever like something big happens yeah, and it's on YouTube. So you can just kind of like rewind it and rewatch whenever you want to. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing, totally accessible. Like we've said several times now, all streaming on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think they have the whole archive of all their games on there as well. Yeah. You can go back, I think a couple of years, definitely last year. Yeah. Oh, what a what kind of I did not look this up. Are you familiar with their playoff structure or championship structure for this league? I have no idea. Okay, <laughs> we'll find that out in yeah. a few a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I'm learning as I go because like every week I hear about a new rule or like some difference. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, cool. Maybe we'll revisit this. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show. I'm glad you introduced me to this this league. I'm gonna have I'm gonna watch it for the rest of the season. You know, probably like I said, kind of casually watch a, a game a week or something like that. But I've I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. So thanks for coming on and explaining some of the things to me and you know all that. Absolutely, I always love talking football. So anytime. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. It's gonna be a little bit weird. We're still trying to figure out what the show is gonna be, the format and everything. Originally, this is going to be Brian's show, but then we kind of talked about it and thought it'd be a good idea to kind of team up on this. So that's why this first episode might seem a little off balance. But moving forward, it's going to be a lot of fun as we talk about all these crazy sports. For example, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about sumo wrestling. Not not what you see in the movies, not this crazy stereotype that you might have in your mind but what the sport actually is brian interviewed a couple guys that actually have a podcast that covers professional sumo wrestling so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss that if you want to follow along with us you can find me at memphis aaf or at daniel abendroth both on twitter and brian at brian winsloff you can find links to all that in the show notes as well as a link to the ifl website which is goifl.com if you want to follow along with the sport. So thank you so much for joining us and we will talk to you next time.